Hey, Vana, how are you? Hey, Fatima, I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. Welcome to the Birthing Goddess podcast. I'm so excited to hear your birth story. Thank you. Yes, I'm excited to be here and share it with you all. Awesome. So first question I have for you is, um, can you explain a little bit about yourself? So who is in your family, where you live and what you do for work? Yeah, no problem. Um, I live in Crombin Valley uh, with my husband, Matt, and our lovely little son, Hendrix. Beautiful. Um, oh, and what I do for work. Um, a full-time mom, I guess, and I have a little um, gemstone and wooden jewellery business on the side that I sell online. Yeah. Um, yeah, and currently developing a couple of other business ideas as well at the moment. So exciting. Yeah. Ah, very cool. Uh, so was Hendrix a planned pregnancy? Um, short answer, yes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, bit of background behind that. Because um, it was only just planned <laughs> ah, when it happened. Yeah. Because okay. um, I guess, yeah, we got married in 2017. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, I guess most couples maybe start trying after that. Um, but we had our honeymoon and I also had my 30th birthday coming up that year. And I really wanted to have a big party. <laughs> Yes. And maybe drink a bit of alcohol. Ah. So I kind of wanted to wait until that was over before mm -hmm. we started trying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think after that party, I got off the pill. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, and then it, I guess it was a couple of months of not really trying, but not trying not to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, and then... Uh, it got to about, so my birthday's in August yes. and then it got to November. It was actually the 11th of the 11th. Wow. Um, it's a powerful day. Well, actually, no, that wasn't the date of conception. Okay. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people say it's quite a spiritually powerful day. Yes. And so, um, my husband and I were on a little short holiday with our friends, um, and their little young children, um, some of them like toddlers and babies and young kids and, um, yeah, it got to that date and, um, oh, also on that trip, sorry, um, I, I guess I kind of felt what it was like, you know, having, you know, young kids around, and yeah. especially like the smaller ones and I was like, oh, they're so adorable Aww. and I think I can imagine. Were you getting clucky at that Yeah, stage? exactly. Ah. Yeah, so I'm getting clucky. So yeah. yeah, so it got to the 11th of the 11th on that trip mm -hmm. and then um, it was nearly 11, 11 a.m. on wow. that day and... And one of the guys in our friend group, um, he was like, oh, why don't we all like get together and hold hands and make a wish? Yeah, cool. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Um, so yeah, we all got together and we held hands and we made a wish. And yeah, I finally, I think in my head because of that experience with the kids, mm. I finally made the decision, okay, I'm ready. And my wish was... I'd like to have a baby in it, please. And then, yeah, the next period didn't get. What? And, yeah, and then, yeah. Wow. So then, and yeah. was that a mutual decision between you and Matt? Oh, look, Matt, Matt was definitely ready before me. Oh, really? So, Interesting. Yeah. Oh, he's been ready for a while. Wow. Um, so, I mean, I think he would have probably wanted to straight after the wedding, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, as I said, I wanted to, I want to enjoy our honeymoon as well because it was like, you know, a one month long trip to the USA and I didn't want to think about all of that and 
um, just enjoy it. And then, yeah, the 30th birthday party, I wanted to just have fun mm. uh, with my friends. And, yeah, got to do that. And then, then I was ready. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And how did you feel during your pregnancy? Um, yeah, first trimester, um, I was, you know, getting the normal nausea and um, morning sickness. Um, but I, yeah, I learned how to manage that with just snacking all the time. Mm. <laughs> I realized that the more you eat, the less you experience that nausea. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Um, and then like smack bang on whatever it is. is 12 it, weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It stopped. So the so rest good. of the pregnancy was pretty cruisy from what I remember. I, my husband might remember differently, but yeah, I can't remember really? feeling very uncomfortable or okay. maybe like just with the extra weight but did you love being pregnant like feeling that belly grow yeah. and yeah, yeah it's just such a cool I don't know it's just such a weird thing and oh. it's just yeah watching it grow is very surreal and yeah did you feel like the first kick and everything or... yeah I look I don't remember the exact moment but yeah oh because it's so faint at first isn't mm. it? it's like little butterflies yes. and you don't actually know if it's actually yeah. it and then it gets stronger and you're like oh my god and it's really exciting Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And did you know you were going to have a boy? Like, did you find out the gender? We didn't. Ah. We didn't. Um, and funny story, which I don't know if I should tell it as part of the birth story, but even when he came out, we kind of forgot to check for ah, ages. Really? Yeah, we were just so like, you know, so in the little moment. bubble. Yeah, and just oh. enjoying this tiny little thing, you know, lying oh. on my chest. And then like five minutes later, this other doctor or whoever came in and was like oh what, what have we got is a boy or girl and we're like oh we haven't even checked ah, that's like the first thing people check it's funny. we were just yeah just in i love that. yeah and then we turn around and we're like oh it's a boy oh, that's yeah nice. did you have a preference or matt have a pre- uh not really no yeah no and i couldn't imagine i just had no idea and what made you decide to do like surprise oh i don't know i think yeah. we both just felt like that's what we wanted to do mm. yeah that's amazing I yeah. wish I could do that <laughs> I just need to know yeah. <laughs> even before the baby's there I'm like I need to know what I I'm know. having it's I good to mentally prepare as well <laughs> yeah by knowing like especially like prepping their room and stuff yeah as well, and that's that sort true. of practicality mm. Mm. awesome yeah and who did you go with as your care provider um oh the local public hospital Royal Prince Alfred was that? Oh, sorry, in Sydney. Sydney, okay. Because um, we're originally from Sydney. Um, and yeah, it is it is actually one of, I think, the best ones in Sydney. Mm. Like even like even better than a lot of private hospitals, apparently. Wow. Yeah, okay. like people come from far and wide like wow. to go to this hospital. It's just, yeah, it's just got really high standards. It's very reputable and yeah, just really good. And yeah, and our experience proved that as well. Like we just had a really great experience with that hospital. Amazing. As far as public hospitals go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And um, for your birth prep, did you do anything in particular that you, you know, felt like you needed to before the baby came? Oh, did a lot of prep. Well, did a lot of research. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell us what you did. Yeah, gosh, I did a lot. Like, I, I don't know, when I pick a subject I'm interested in, I kind of obsess a little bit and mm. I just read as much as I can, do courses. So I read so many books. Um, one in particular that I absolutely loved. Um, I don't know how to say her name, if it's Ina or Inna May. Oh, yeah, she's Ina amazing. Ina or Inna? 
Inner? Yeah, I felt like it was inner, but then I've heard people say Ina, yeah, so I just too. don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah. Amazing. What's it called? Um, natural, no, Guide to Natural Childbirth? Oh, oh no, just yes. Guide to Childbirth, I think it's okay. called. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so much gold in that book. Mm. And all the other books I read as well. And um, yeah, did a course, uh, the Calm Birth course mm. as well. Um, With Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah which, yeah, it's all about... Um, breathing techniques mm. which really really helps and um yeah obviously did the hospital course and um what else what other prep did we do yeah just just that book um did it just change your perspective on yeah. birth like did you do go you know into what? birth yeah. with fear or? yes oh you did yeah it's funny you say that I was it's one it was one of my Biggest, biggest, biggest fears. What I was, was that? I don't know. Do you know what? I think, mm. and it says in this book as well, like, you know, <clears throat> the media and, like, movies and TV shows, mm. like, they make out like it's this big, dramatic, painful, traumatic, awful, you know, experience yeah. and drama, like, you know, and it all happened so fast and the woman's screaming and you just got this idea in your head that, and someone even told me, she was like, the experience is like death. She actually said it's like death. And so I had this awful kind of wow. image in my head of what birth was supposed to be like. And it's just, of course, you know, some people might experience that, but it doesn't have to be that way. And yeah. if you study more, or read this particular book that goes into the physiology and even like, you know, neurological like perspective, like it's just, if you understand how the body works and how it's such a natural thing and such a such a powerful ability that women have like and trusting your body and that it knows what to do like it it blew my mind honestly the because there's two sections of that book the birth stories at the beginning which are great but mm. I found the gold was in the second half mm-hmm. honestly after the first chapter of that book the fear was completely gone wow. just after one chapter. And then I read each chapter wow. after that and my mind was just blown. Was this before you did the calm birth course uh, or I whilst? I I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they're both complementary to each other because yes. it's just fascinating how it's all about relaxing mm. and breathing. Like the calm birth really focuses on breathing. But what I loved about this particular book is it talks about... Um, yeah, like just relaxing into it and even just creating the right environment for yourself um, to be comfortable and safe and relaxed because that has such an effect on your body. Mm. Like she says, and I did everything, I made notes on everything. Like she says, you know, have a dark room, um, you know, maybe even have relaxing music if you want and, you know, the essential oils, clary sage and lavender because uh, they not only help you to relax but they help the dilation progress quicker because of it increases your oxytocin which you know helps to speed things along and um just yeah creating that safe environment i don't know if you remember in that book she talks about the sphincter theory or something like that no i can't remember which i thought was hilarious so you know sphincter so (laughs) it's a funny word like when you know like when you're um on the toilet and say you need to do a number one or number two and someone's 
either walks in or they're in the room with you and you yes, tense true. up yeah. and you and you can't go yeah like you, you yeah <laughs> you just can't yeah, you relax just can't. exactly it's so, so that's the same with the Birth. yeah exactly yeah. so if you like it's a physical thing if you just relax the whole body mm. and breathing is such an important yeah, part of this mm. it just naturally yeah opens up and makes it actually speeds along the process of dilation it makes it go quicker it does yeah because yeah. i noticed that because i think i read that in the book too and then i started practicing oh actually hypnobirthing the breathing yeah and you practice it on the toilet oh so when i was doing number twos it would actually i would go faster oh yeah, I, I didn't that, practice that yeah on the toilet <laughs> before i gave birth that's a good that's a good so time it's, it's very very powerful yeah. the breath oh it's my so god true. so powerful and yeah i use that the whole way through and mm. it definitely makes a huge difference so wow yeah so i found for me just reading as much as i could and empowering myself and yeah learning all about you know the physical part of it and how it's all it's all interconnected and just to release that fear and mm. trust the body and yeah, yeah, it made such a big difference. It's amazing. It's so cool. Yeah. Ah, and yeah. then, so I'm interested to know about your labor. When did that start for you? Okay, so it was um, 10 days early. Oh, wow, you're lucky. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So <laughs> I wasn't ready for it, actually. I had, like, a whole plan of everything I want, like, all the prep and stuff. Yeah. I think I was mostly ready, yeah. but I still had things on my to-do list. I love this. <laughs> yeah 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 um but yeah me too so that all went out the window and i didn't have my bag my hospital bag packed. what oh hang on did i not no i maybe i, I think i had half of it packed but okay. it wasn't all completely ready did you think you would go maybe overdue date no I, just, I think i was just shooting for the, <laughs> the due date yeah um so yeah i wasn't expecting it um and it was i think about 3 a.m in the morning and i woke up and i just felt like i was peeing myself <laughs> That was, yeah, so my water broke. Wow. Um, and I just, I hopped out of bed straight away because I didn't want to leak the bed. And then yes. it was just gushing out all over the floor. And I ran up the hallway to the bathroom. And, um, yeah, it all came out really quickly. And then I, I noticed the color was browny green. Okay. So I remembered, luckily in one of my notes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remembered what that meant because the hospital said... What does that mean? Yeah, so they say take note of that because it's, oh. it's not good. They say oh. you need to call the hospital straight away because what it means is it's it's um, called meconium. Oh, meconium, yeah, the so, poo yeah, of the baby. so the baby's done a poo, which can oh, mean yes. it's Dangerous. in distress. Yeah. Yeah, so they say call the hospital straight away. So I was freaking out a little bit, but we called I think Matt called the hospital straight away and yeah they said just come in right now so it was all go 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 at that time of the morning yeah, how exciting. it was kind of <laughs> yeah it was exhilarating and yeah. yeah grabbed all my stuff packed all the little bits of things I think they're all pretty close by I just grabbed everything and did you have more water coming out did you put uh, a pad in just in case yeah I think so or maybe it all come out I can't even remember yeah I must have put something maybe a pad in mm. um yeah, so it all it all happened super quickly, and then yeah, and before we knew it, we were at the hospital, and wow. yeah, do you, do you want me to launch into the whole yeah story? Yeah, so who was in your birth team? So did you have your mum there, or no. had you already decided who you wanted? Well, we just wanted to keep it with me and Matt, because um, okay. you know if you invite one person, you don't want to offend anyone. Next thing you know, you got this whole team around you, and for me, because I had read all this stuff about needing to be really really comfortable mm. and in your own space and relax I just wanted to 
eliminate as much distraction as possible. So yeah, yeah so just me, Matt, and then yeah, the midwife, lovely lady named Kate, who was the best. Mm. Um, that's another thing as well. I'd read in the book in in creating that really comfortable environment. They're like, okay, you know, get to know the midwife. Mm. Um, so. Because Matt at one stage had to duck home, so I just chatted with Kate and just tried to like create a rapport and just you know get to know a little bit about her so that I could feel oh, so more comfortable. So you didn't know her before you? No, oh, no. So you don't know who you're gonna get with your midwife? Yeah, didn't know. Oh. So um, yeah, we we got lucky, I guess, because she was so nice and she did like because I told her my birth plan or what I wanted and she just yeah really rolled with that and by then were you already contracting oh so yeah I didn't explain that so um when we got to the hospital they were like okay we need to induce you Mm. because it's um high risk yeah exactly so um so there was a bit of waiting around in fact there was quite a lot of waiting around um I think I got induced around maybe 9 a.m um and yeah and then it went pretty slowly at first. I barely noticed any contractions, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and that was when I was kind of getting to know Kay and just chatting and then Matt came back and we we created the atmosphere that I really wanted to create in the room. So we pulled down the blinds, we put the iPod on or whatever it was, phone with a, you know, I can't even remember what. Music. Yeah, we brought our um portable speaker and I can't even remember what music we listened to but just really relaxing soft calming music and brought my little um uh what do you call it diffuser diffuser yeah so we put the clary sage and the lavender in um what else yeah just really wanted to create the environment oh I did bring a tens machine but we didn't end up using it Mm. um did you hire that or did you buy yeah yeah we hired that but um yeah I I just couldn't I just it I don't know if it didn't work, but it just wasn't working Have for me. Have you practiced? No. Oh, you need to do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've tried that. Yeah. 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 So I didn't, didn't end up using it. And didn't use the gas, actually, anyway. But, mm. um... That's awesome. Yeah, and then, um... And then, up? so when did, like, you know, contractions start to oh, come? Oh, yeah. So, um, I think I started feeling it around 11. Okay. Uh, but still... I think, if I remember correctly, still yeah. very mild. Yes. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it all went so quickly. Um, and it, yeah, I guess it did gradually get stronger. And I very much focused on my breath the whole time because mm. I did that calm birth and because I read in that in a maze book how powerful that was. I think the whole time, yeah, I focused on breathing and. Um, or being upright as well like they talk about the positions a lot in that in a May book Um, because they're like you know let gravity do all the work so stay upright because then you know it's easier Um, I tried a few different positions I went on the bouncy ball Um, and then at one stage I don't know exactly what point it was maybe around 12 or 1 it got more intense Mm-hmm. They say not to use the word pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> use the word pressure or yes. intensity or whatever. Um, which actually, it didn't, it wasn't really pain. No. Really. Yeah. Yeah, it was just more yeah, yeah, intense. Yeah, more intense. Yeah, yes. so it got more intense. And then gradually it got to the point where I couldn't talk to anyone anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I, oh, and the gas, I tried the gas that didn't, did nothing for me. Is, it, is that when you're coming into transition, do you feel? Like, like when you couldn't? 
maybe yeah yeah I don't know maybe if it was that point but yeah I just I kind of just went into my own little bubble Mm. I don't know if this is normal but (laughs) like I felt like I was in a cave and I like a dark cave and I couldn't speak to anyone I couldn't communicate I was so focused inwards Mm. and like the body just kind of took over at that point I almost felt like I was witnessing it all and like the body was just doing it for me and I was just I was just kind of stepping out of its way in a way and letting it do its thing Mm. because it knew a whole lot more than I did and it was doing things and I just was like okay I'm just gonna let this happen and that's why like even Matt was trying to talk to me and I think the midwife was trying to ask me questions and I found it really, really difficult to get any words out mm. at all at that point, whichever point that was, I kind of remember. Um, but yeah, just gradually and gradually got more and more intense. Um, and it all happened so quickly though. And at one point the midwife did ask me like, you know, do you need, or no, she didn't ask me. I, I think I said, I think, <laughs> I think it got so intense to a point where I was like, ah, oh, I think I need an epidural. And then I brought it up a couple of times and the lovely midwife, she, she kept being like, you know, are you sure? Are you sure? And I felt like she was trying to delay it, yeah, yeah. which I am so grateful for Okay. because yeah. I just kept going. Yeah. And I, and when she kept saying, are you sure? Are you sure? I just, was that part of my plan? plan? Yeah. Not to have an epidural. Oh, not to, okay, if, yeah. if I could avoid it. I yes. wasn't a hundred percent against okay. it. Yeah. Um, like I thought if I'm absolutely dying and I need it, I'll yeah. do it. But I did not want to, I really didn't want to. Mm. And she knew that. So she was trying to sort of push me along, along yes. I think, which was yeah. amazing. And then I, when she kept asking me like, do you want an epidural? I was like, I think cause I was just in my little bubble. I just, I didn't answer. And I just, yeah. I think I wanted to see if I could keep going and then I just kept going, kept going, kept going. And then next thing I knew, um, oh, as well, another thing in the book, when you're doing the deep breathing, I remember reading to do low audible humming, Mm. like a really kind of deep, low sound when you're breathing out. Can you just demonstrate? Like, (laughs) and I, I, yeah, I remembered reading that and honestly, I think that made a big difference, like in just in you know breathing and letting it all out maybe it's like a primal kind of grounding I don't know but it just got the energy flowing and I feel like it sped things up maybe the breathing I feel like definitely sped things up and made the dilation happen quite quickly and then and then she it was good actually that I did that breathing because at one point it changed the tone of my voice wow and, really? and she didn't realize and I didn't realize at that point that I was ready because it changed to like a <laughs> okay yes and yeah. and she was like oh that kind of sounds like you're pushing yeah yeah amazing yeah and this was at um 2 30 so wow so yeah so it's nearly been 12 hours since your waters broke yeah yeah but induced at nine and then like active labor i think was around 11 and like the contractions getting a little bit stronger around 11 but yeah then wow it got to 2 30 and then she's like okay i feel like you're you're wanting to push now and she checked and she's like yeah you're fully dilated and I just remember being in shock really because I was expecting like to like be a longer, yeah I was expecting yeah. to be there for hours and hours and long drawn out thing and I was like oh that's great but actually as we were going she did tell me yeah you're dilating a lot so okay did yeah. she check a few times yeah okay yeah. yeah so so I knew it was going quite quickly well mm. compared to what I had in my head because now you hear like a lot of my friends have had labors have lasted like 
even like you know a couple of days or something so I was in oh really oh I'll have to hear that later yeah (laughs) yeah so I was in for the long haul but then yeah so at 2 30 she was like okay you ready to push and I was like holy moly and again like the body just took over amazing completely took over I felt like even with the pushing my body was pushing and like even if I had done nothing it would have still pushed for me like I definitely helped it along with my breath but it, it I honestly feel like it was just going for me and it was doing like it was such a surreal thing so surreal and just like and I just I'm so grateful that you know I didn't get the epidural and that Kate Mm. helped me not get that because I feel like if that was all numbed I wouldn't have experienced that sensation to just that was just a natural urge Mm. to push and push and push and it just yeah Wow. It was very, very natural and I don't want to use the word easy. It wasn't easy, but it it wasn't the hard labour that I had yeah. expected. Like yeah. like I definitely nudged it along by pushing, but it wasn't like the hardest like, you know, thing ever and mm. and then yeah, and then half an hour of pushing and Was this on the bed or Yeah, so at that yeah. point I was on the bed. Still kind of the bed was well, I was upright I feel like, or the bed yeah, the bed was a bit upright. And I was, yeah, I had, I had Matt on one side of like holding down my knee and leg and then Kate on the other side holding the other leg and yeah, just, just those two, no one else. Yeah, no one else, just us three. And I I think there were maybe, you know, a couple of people that came and went at certain points. I barely noticed because I was just in my own little bubble and then, yeah, just, yeah, it happened so quickly. And I remember again, thinking that the pushing was going to last ages and then, like before I knew it, she's like, "Oh, there's the head." I was like, "Oh, okay, just keep going." And the next thing, they're like, "Oh, he's nearly out." I'm like, "What?" And then they just pulled him out, and then he was out. Wow. So that was, I think, about half an hour of pushing. Amazing. So what time was that? So three o'clock, he was born. Wow, that's such a short labor. Yeah. Like, when you, like from the moment you started to get contractions. Yeah. To when you came, that's very short for yeah. first born and early ten days. Like, yeah. How good is that? Well, actually, <laughs> speaking of, you know, how I told the story before about how I was like made a wish and asked a question. Yes. So I, I, I do that a lot in life in general. That's one of my like secrets of the universe is to ask a question. Because, you know, it's like, I'm not religious, but in the Bible, it's like, ask and you shall receive. And for me personally, that is a tool that just works. Mm. You ask a question and the universe delivers, like, every time. So I, before the birth, I don't know how much before, maybe a week before, I asked the question, like, you know, what would it take for me to have a really easy and quick and as pain-free as possible birth, you know, that's better than I expect and... Like, I just, I put it out there in the universe as I do with a lot of things. And yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting, I think the induction probably um, made things progress quicker mm. as well. I think that yeah, was part cool. of it. But yeah. yeah, I was just really, really grateful that, um, that I'm interested that to way. know with an induction, they say it creates more intensity and pain. Yeah. Do you feel like it would have been different without an induction or you just don't know? Like, I don't know. I feel. I feel like maybe, yeah, it probably would have been less intense, Mm, Um, which is, I think, why I I was asking for the epidural, because it was intense. But in saying that, I I felt like it was manageable and I could keep going. Good, that's good. Yeah, Yeah. like it wasn't this awful thing that I had, you know, heard people say and heard Mm. seen in the movies and whatever, like, yeah. Because there's a bad rap, like, with 
the word induction you yeah, know yeah yeah um but that's great to know that your story that you were still able to do it without yeah, any drugs exactly and, you know anything exactly. at all well a friend had told me she's like one tip i have if you get an induction she's like get the epidural because she oh, said really? it's a freaking nightmare oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was before you gave birth yeah <laughs> yeah so i had that in my head i think that's maybe why i asked for the induction oh the yeah. um epidural yeah um but oh i was just so grateful that i didn't because just to experience that and even the sensation of pushing and everything mm. I just glad I just kept going and I just I, I was so present I just kept being like okay just a little bit longer a little bit longer to see how long I can last um and, and was then, Matt quite supportive during that time I think so I think he was, was trying try to trying to be more than like I kind of wouldn't let him because I was just yeah. so so like, in your zone yeah, yeah. and like he kept, I think he was trying to say things and I just, I didn't even answer. And I couldn't mm. answer either him or the midwife because I just was just, yeah, in my own little world. And yeah, it just felt like such a primal thing, like, you know, just going inwards and tuning in and just letting the body do its thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, really grateful that I didn't get That's the amazing. epidural. Cause, yeah. yeah. And how did you feel like pulling him up? Did you pull him up to no. your chest? How did it happen? Because uh, of high risk, did yeah. they quickly check if there was a lot of meconium or what? Um, they they did put him straight on my chest. Yeah. They I think That's a okay. pediatrician actually came right at the end mm-hmm. because of the situation and just to check that it all was okay. I they didn't take him away or check okay. anything. Um, no, they didn't take him away. Um, because I had him on my chest the whole time. It's all very foggy, but yeah. Because I wanted to do the whole skin-to-skin thing. That was mm. part of my birth plan. So, yeah, he was just... They, I kept him on, on my chest. And then, yeah, after a certain amount of time, then Matt had him on his chest as well. Oh. So we had, both had that, like, bonding Beautiful. first up. And, yeah, discovered the gender five minutes or so after <laughs> he came out. Nice. I don't know why we didn't even think about it. It's so yeah. funny. Did you stay long at the hospital? Um... I think it was two nights. Oh, yeah. Possibly three, or I feel like maybe it was two. Um, I really wanted my own room, um, but I, we walked in and it was a shared room. I was like, damn it. Yeah. Um, but there was no one there. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so I essentially got my own room. Oh, beautiful. Um, but yeah, actually, I was in a lot of pain because I got a tear. Mm. Um, was it first degree? Or uh, you don't no, know? I think it was second or third. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, that was, I, uh, I think that would have been a lot more painful than it, it was cause I was so focused on like Hendrix and mm. I think like they just had to sew me up straight, like as I was bonding. Did you so. feel that? I, I when did, they, but it, yeah. Or you were just so in the moment exactly. that it took your mind off. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 So I was where it was happening and I was like, oh, this is awful. But I think it was actually less intense than the pushing. So I was like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, being in the hospital for those two nights, I was very sore, mm. very sore. Um, but yeah, the staff were really helpful. And did they help you with like breastfeeding, like the latch? Yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't happen straight away, but we got there eventually. Mm. Um, but yeah, those few days after the birth were very full on. Yes. <laughs> and when you got home, did you have a lot of support? Um, yeah, like, we, I mean, I think we more just had visitors. Mm. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, no, sorry, support, of course, family, but some of my friends were 
just really good in that they brought me food. Oh, yes. yes Can you tell which, everyone that's so important? Oh, yes. I will be bringing you food. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> when I have my next baby. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So that was just a lifesaver because the last thing you want to do is mm. um, be cooking when yes. you're trying to figure out how to keep this life alive. Had you prepped Food? Like, See, that was something... on my list. Oh, and I, I hadn't had got done to it. Oh, no. <laughs> I was so organized. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hadn't got to that part yet. Um, but I was going to freeze meals and everything yeah, and just didn't quite get there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was a godsend having people bring around food yeah. and lots of food. Really? Mm. Like food, like dinner Frozen. food, or was it more snacky food? Or uh, a bit dinner of food, cooked meals, Great. bless them. Yeah. <laughs> Who are your friends? These are amazing oh, people. Mel and James were the best, actually. Wow. They just brought me so many meals. Do they have kids themselves? Yes, and I think that was it. Yeah, because um, if you don't have children, people don't think to bring yeah, food. Yeah, exactly. And people ask me, oh, what can I get my friend that's just had a baby? Yeah. And I'm like, food, 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 food. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, that's all they want. Honestly, don't don't care about gifts for yeah. your baby or even themselves. Like, exactly. don't even think about giving them candles. Just give them food. Exactly. Make them food, please. Food, food. <laughs> yes. It's just the best. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then also hubby's, you know, like trying to support you and help you out so he probably doesn't have time to cook and he's exactly, tired exactly as well. so everyone's tired in the household everyone yeah yeah you just don't have time no. either of you no yeah that's good that's a good tip mm. um yeah what were your challenges coming into like postpartum period the um, first few months definitely the sleep deprivation mm. i struggled with that and actually well, we had this weird <laughs> schedule thing in the beginning um, where, because we had him, uh, we had him in the living room for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, because, yeah, because it's coming back to me now because one of us needed sleep. Yeah. So we, we kind of did shifts for a while because we hadn't yeah. figured out the whole sleep thing and. Um, That's really smart. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, we were like, Must look, say. we need sleep. Oh, yeah. Like, and we just, we, yeah, just had to do shifts and. That was actually really tough. I mean, it worked for us. We needed to do it. But I can just remember being up, you know, for hours and just, I don't know, just, yeah, really struggled. Mm. I just remember being so, so tired and exhausted and needing sleep. And So how would the shift work? Like, I think, for example, Matt was on duty. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, um, I think uh, he, uh, he let me sleep from, like, Around dinner time, I think it was like maybe I don't know six till nine. Yeah. Well. Oh, so you would go to bed early. Well, I'd have completely broken. That was like three hours. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then I think I did a six-hour shift after that, mm. so he could sleep, and then he would take over at like three a.m. <laughs> to mm. six a.m. I don't know if those were the exact times, but That's and, so, so then I would get sleep just just so that we knew we were getting like some, some sleep. sleep yeah because what i did wrong i'd go to put the baby down to say at eight or nine then i'd go to bed at 10 oh yeah and it would just be me i'd be getting broken sleep up until five o'clock when i'd wake up oh, so like i would yeah. only have like three hours of broken oh, sleep no. so yeah. that's smart going to bed at six yeah. at least getting a full three, three hours yeah. and then you're you know, yeah, I think it's the only way we could survive and we just didn't know any other way or how to do it better and we just yeah. didn't have any experience and yeah, but I just, 
I remember watching Netflix on my phone <laughs> doing these shifts, and I, I think sometimes I'd even have him asleep on me, mm. and like I didn't want to move him because I didn't want him to wake up. So I was just trying to keep my eyes awake, watching Netflix on my phone, <laughs> trying not to move an inch so that he wouldn't wake up. And yeah, God, that was tough. <laughs> mm. Did you have like parents or family come? Like, did they live around you? Or? Yeah, they did. They, yeah, they definitely helped. Probably not with the sleep part, but just, yeah, like helping. I think they helped with meals and stuff. It's mm. all very foggy because it was, well, it was a year and a half ago, but um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And is there anything you would do differently for next time if you had another baby? Um... Do you want another baby? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, definitely with the sleep, because I've, I've got my little one on a bit of a sleep program. I'd probably, if I had another one, I'd, I'd get them on this program earlier, because mm-hmm. it took me a while to find that and to figure out what works for us. And yeah, we, we figured out what works for us, and I would try mm-hmm. that a lot earlier on. <laughs> yeah. Just so we could get more sleep earlier on. Yeah, cool. But other than that, no, I can't really think of anything else. How was your breastfeeding journey? Oh, um, yeah, hard at first. Yeah, actually, he lost a lot of weight. Oh. Yeah, because he, he was struggling. I don't think the supply came through, like, very well at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, it took it took a while to get established. And actually, yeah, he, he was already, like, when he was born, he was tiny, like 2.9 kilos. Okay, yeah. Tiny. And then, and then they say they're supposed to lose 10% or something mm, yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he lost a little bit more than 10%. Okay. So yeah. I think um, the, the ladies, the nurses or whatever, they had to come and visit. Um, they were, I think they were a little bit worried because he was losing a little bit too much weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to pump with my breast pump. Yeah. And I had to give formula in that first oh, okay. few weeks. Because yep. he just wasn't getting enough milk. Yeah. So he did have breast milk straight from me. And yes. then he would have breast milk from a bottle yeah. that I'd pumped. Um, like in the middle of the night. Oh, which was awful. Um, and, oh, God's all coming back to me now. That was such a challenging time. <laughs> yeah. And then the formula. So it was this whole process I just had to repeat. Like feed, pump. And then like the whole pumping is a process I within know, itself. Right. And like even cleaning it. I and, like, know. <laughs> God, it's bringing me back. And then, yeah, the formula as well. So you've got to make that and then give that to them. To, I didn't wow. have to do that for long, but just to get his weight yeah. back up. And yeah. and then it did get back up. And then I think I dropped the formula soon mm. after. But, yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what about the healing process of yeah, that, I feel like the that, tear? That took a while. Did um, you go, like, to a woman's physio or did you do? Uh, I think I did eventually. Because yeah. I had the visits from the, the midwife yeah yeah so yeah. they she checked up on it and gave me some tips like i think to sit in a bath a bath or a pool of water or something and like we didn't actually have a bath i think i sat in a bowl of water mm. <laughs> or, i think that's what it was and then um yeah it took a while to heal mm-hmm. um but it, it was gradually getting better and it did eventually heal um but yeah yeah that was it was quite painful and i remember not being sometimes not being able to sit mm. in certain positions yeah because it was quite painful um but yeah it, it did heal eventually yeah, <laughs> i can't remember good. how long it took but yeah, yeah. it took a while mm. 
Yeah. And is there anything that you see like lacking in the area of pregnancy, birth, or postpartum? Um, I guess just, um, I mean, I know there's a lot of education out there, but specifically the education of, you know, all the information that I read in that in a May book, mm. I feel like, yeah, I feel like more people should know what's in that book, like in terms of, you know, eliminating the fear and, and finding like techniques that, that help you, you know, have a better experience and a quicker, mm. more easy, relaxed experience. I feel like there should be a lot more awareness around that because, yeah, there's, I don't know, it even says in that book there's so many more caesareans than there needs to be. And apparently, like, because that book is set on a farm, which you would know, yeah, which is in America, and apparently, like, there's only, like, 2% of people that go there that have caesareans. Wow. Yeah, compared with, like, hospitals, I think the rate... The rate is really really high at the moment I don't I don't know the exact figure but yeah ridiculously high and I just feel like it doesn't need to be that high Mm. and I think a lot of they maybe resort to that a little too quickly and I just wonder if if women felt empowered with all this knowledge and all these techniques if they would need to do that Mm. and even epidurals like pain relief like unnatural pain relief like I wonder if they would need that as much because I think even the people at the farm, I think, I think I was reading there's only like one person at the time that was written that actually had an epidural. And oh, apparently wow. she says this woman was like a princess. Oh, really? <laughs> and like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh. So, Sounds amazing to give birth at this farm. <laughs> I know, I know. I wish they had somewhere like that in Australia. Yeah. Sounds amazing. It but does, eh? Just that knowledge. If, if more women had that knowledge, just, mm. yeah, I wonder if it would just be a different experience. Oh, 100%. And that would just knock on to so many different things. Like, cause, you know, the way a child comes into this world affects everything. Well, mm. it doesn't affect everything, but, you know, it might have a huge impact on their life. Like, but also and their the mum as well. Yeah. Like, you know, for postpartum yeah, because trauma and everything trauma yeah, and you exactly. know post, it leads to postpartum depression and exactly it's know. all linked yeah mm. i just yeah i wonder what it would take to get that information out there more in mainstream because you know the predominant sort of vision out there is what you see in the media just this like woman screaming and having this awful time like yeah. that's what i had in my head and it just it just yeah for me wasn't true mm. after i read that book yeah did you watch yeah. any positive birth videos or uh, listen to podcasts? Uh, like or, or the, just the book more so? Yeah, I mean, I saw a couple of videos in the class that I did. But, yeah, no, I didn't really want to watch many videos. Mm. More just, yeah, the books that helped. Yeah. 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 Cool. And lastly, do you have any advice or tips for new mothers or mothers in general? Um, read that book. Yes. <laughs> Please Ina read May. that book. Yes. And... And if you don't want to read all the birth stories at the beginning, skip to the second half. Yeah. Um, because that's where all the gold is and all the techniques and stuff. Mm. Um, but uh, another tip, just try not to judge yourself too harshly when you become a mother. Because I think that's really something we do a lot as mothers. Like we just have such high expectations of ourselves and, you know, we're just constantly feeling like we're not good enough. And mm. just, I think, you know, if we could all just, you know embrace it and not feel bad about you know if something doesn't go to plan or if if something's hard and you know just go easy on yourself and 
yeah and just try to enjoy the beautiful moments and just get through the tough moments (laughs) I love that (laughs) it's amazing well thank you so much Vana for coming on the podcast I really appreciate it and thank you thank you for having me this has been great awesome